I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hi. And this is Liberace Talk. Yeah, no, it's supposed to be Liberace Talk. We're uh, patiently waiting for uh, our guest, who's supposed to be calling in from Colleen, the Liberace Museum. Okay. Whoa. Thank you, Oprah. If I haven't made it clear that I am a flaming Liberace fan, I have just now done that. Um, but here's the reason. So uh, earlier this, you know, I do follow Liberace Museum on the Twitters uh-huh. and I found this tweet or I didn't find it. It came up uh, with a, a clip of a YouTube video that says the following mm-hmm. Liberace's most elaborate stage is set for restoration by the Liberace Foundation for the Performing and Creative Arts. It will be ready to tour and appear in concerts once again, which made me want to go bazonkers and find out exactly what they mean by appear in concerts and go on tour once again. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Because you'll remember there were rumors about a uh, Liberace hologram yes. going on tour. Now, um, if you want to watch the video, I'll post it on the Facebook page, or excuse me, I'll post it on our website or show page at mytalk1071.com. But this quote, most elaborate stage uh, is apparently one that has like this it was, I think, the last uh, the last set that he appeared on, mm-hmm. and um, for you know his concert, and it has, of course, like the brilliant lighting of Liberace, like his signature with the you know piano with the candelabra. But then this set piece that they were able to find, they found the set piece somehow, like somebody, a collector had just bought it, and it's kind of like you know disheveled and you know run down mm-hmm. and just um, was in serious need of repair. And so the Liberace Museum was able to to uh, purchase it or get it back and then start restoring it. And it's a it's essentially the front part of a Fabergé egg. So Liberace would come flying out in one of his grand uh, capes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's people festooned on either side of this uh, set piece. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a giant Fabergé egg that would open and Liberace would come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the gayest thing you ever darn I heard mean, of. it's like, you know, you thought Lady Gaga was original when she hatched from an egg. Oh, heck no. no. This is like... This she is stole his move. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, anyway, I wanted to get to the bottom of the, quote, tour and concert part of that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to hear more about the Liberace uh, Foundation and Museum, because last time we were in Vegas, we went hunting for Liberace, one of Liberace's homes. Actually, that wasn't Vegas. That was Palm Springs. But uh, when I last went to Vegas, the Liberace Museum wasn't open. And mm-hmm. I think it is now. So I was hoping that we would hear from someone uh, and we had scheduled to talk to them, but apparently that didn't work. So. It's a bummer. But very cool. But anyway, still, um, as a you know fan of Liberace, I'm I'm excited at the prospect that next time I go to Vegas, this will be an opportunity I, for you. I really hope, hope, hope that there's a a um, hologram concert. Wouldn't that be so like, cool? So, like, okay, Liberace for me, fine. There are probably half a dozen other people. Who for you would you go see in concert as a hologram? As a hologram, if Prince. anyone, maybe. Prince. Would you? Yeah, because I hate that I never got to see him in concert. Oh, yeah. I never saw him either. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think I would see that. Who else? I mean, we've, ta- we've talked well, about Well, you know this. who's going on tour as a hologram? Who? There's a confirmed tour that's happening. ABBA. Oh, that's right. But they're still alive. And that's yeah. what's so weird about and that. brilliant. You know what would be? Oh, gosh. Okay. This. How cool would this be? If you're like a musical artist... 
And but like the traveling part maybe is getting to you. Maybe you're getting up there in age. Oh, like this would have been perfect for Tom Jones, who was supposed to be in Chicago when I was in Chicago a few months ago, a couple months ago. My husband actually took us to Chicago to see Tom Jones. And then Tom Jones was ill and couldn't be there for whatever reason and couldn't travel. Wouldn't it be cool if he could just do a performance in his home or wherever he was and it would be hologrammed to the place where I was. So he wouldn't have to cancel the show. He could just do it wherever he was. Or, you know, and I would see like a live Tom Jones. Well, I don't even think you'd need to do it live, but I think that you, if, if you're an artist and I think this is going to happen more and more in the future and just, I think this is genius. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are like, this is dumb. I want the real thing. Come on. But if you're an artist, think about this. You can do a live concert, have a hologram created from that. And then you can be touring in three different places at once. And okay, maybe right? you don't charge the same price as the actual live human being. But think about it. If you are, you know, going to a concert at the Excel and you're in the like 500th row, like at the tippy, tippy, tippy top that you probably paid, you know, the cheapest tickets in the house for. Do you really even know that you're not seeing a hologram? Right. right? So like if it looks for all intents and purposes as something legitimate, are you really going to be that you're probably not going to want to pay as much, but honestly, are you going to be any less like there could be backup dancers? There could be, you know, like a live band. It would just be that the person you went to see was is a not hologram. Actu- yeah. Gosh, you know, OK, what you're saying actually brings up a, a question that I've had for myself. And I think we all wrestle internally with this question. But I think about this every time I think about spending money on a concert and for that very reason, Bradley, you're so, especially when you're very, very far away, right? And I think, what is it when we go to see somebody in concert? What are we actually paying for? Are we paying to be in the same room with them? Are we paying to hear a different version of their music? Are we paying to see what their music looks like when it comes out of their faces? I, I mean, that sounds like such a dumb question to ask. But I'm just as happy to watch a video of a concert as I am to be at the concert. And it's cheaper to just stay home. (laughs) It's all I'm saying is so like, but if you are a person who's paying for money for a concert because you want to be in the same room as the artist, I feel like then the hologram thing doesn't really work. But I think that would be a, I I think that would be a spectacle in and of itself. And I will say um, it also brings to mind, um, and if you're just joining us, we were supposed to have somebody from the Liberace Museum. I know it's Friday. I'm gay. Let me have my moment. Let him have his moment. Um, but but uh, I got to see um, someone who impersonated Judy Garland at the State Theater. I think it was Jim Bailey. And it was one of the most amazing, like this man inhabited the role of Judy. Now, look, I've never seen Judy Garland because she was mm-hmm. dead before I was born. Um, but that concert was, I felt as though. I was watching Judy Garland live and he sang. He actually sang, spoke and did like a whole concert as Judy Garland Mm -hmm. from start to finish, sounded, talked off, you know, between songs. And it was just like you were transformed. So whether it's a hologram uh, of somebody who's, you know, dearly departed or an impersonator who's very good at what they do, like. I think there's a market for that because people, you know, like, again, like there's a whole audience out there who never got to see Liberace, yeah. who never got to see uh, Judy Garland, who never got to see, I mean, like you said, Prince even. Think about, you know, the generation, like your children. Yeah. 
Um, and I feel like, you know, I just that would be I, really cool. I want these things. Well, and it would be perfect to have that at one of the museums as part of the exhibit. Like, think about if Paisley Park had a Prince hologram show. Yeah. Kind of like Disneyland or Disney World where you go see the Abraham Lincoln exactly. and he's like, hello. Exactly. You would pay dollars. I mean, that would be part, that would be a huge part of the experience. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we've got all kinds of ideas, Um, but we've got somebody coming in who's got ideas about what kind of movies you need to see and what's going to be in theaters this weekend. We've got Paul McGuire Grimes. He's basically Liberace. So I is that a hologram of Paul or is that the real Paul? That's a real thing. Okay, Uh, he'll be here with us telling us what's in theaters and what we should go see. But I also, by the way, want to give away another pair of tickets to see Annie at the Ordway. 651-641-1071. These are tickets for Thursday, December 7th, the 730 performance. And I'm going to give them to caller number three. Caller number three. 651-641-1071. And we'll hear what's going on in theaters after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Recently overheard, 1071.com, we are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer, yep. and Paul McGuire-Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies and the All Things Streaming Podcast is here to tell us about the movies being released this week. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you for showing up. I try. So, are we going to rip the Band-Aid off? We can. We've got three movies opening. Oh. At least three movies opening. Yeah. The weekend. Okay. So well, let's rip start? that band-aid about. Let's do Justice, Justice League. Justice League. Yes. So this is, of course, the next in the DC Cinematic Extended Universe following Batman v Superman, following Wonder Woman, all that. And I went in, I have to say, with very low expectations because it's kind of their answer to the Avengers movies where they're going to pair up Batman and Wonder Woman, Aquaman and The Flash and Cyborg to go after this villain. And that's essentially the premise of this movie with Superman returning from the dead. Okay, so um, the way that you just talked about that, the tone of your voice (laughs) did not sound excited. Well, (laughs) I I actually enjoyed the movie because now it's not great. Let's be very clear. This is nowhere near as good as it should have been, nowhere near as good as the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. But thinking about how long and how bulky Batman v Superman was last year, this is actually an improvement. Well, and you had some very specific like issues with the film. Yeah. And this one, because I think Ben Affleck does not make for a good Batman at all. Mm. I think he is very one noted. He doesn't bring any sort of personality to him at all. It's because there so- isn't one. Because he does, he didn't start with one, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the villain, I think, is really lackluster too. It's just a completely CGI villain named Steppenwolf, who has these winged creatures as his kind of tribe and his army. And it's not someone that you care to like, love or hate either. It's not like a a Joker, or a Penguin, or a Catwoman. It's not like that at all. So when you have a lead that isn't very good, you have a villain that's not very good. You really have to rely on the supporting cast, and they actually are what make the movie enjoyable gal gadot is back as wonder woman who i just love she's kick butt per usual and then ezra miller is great as the flash we just um we just got stuck on gal gadot because we learned 
we had a tutorial on how to say her name earlier. What What is it officially? You said it correct. Oh, Gal Gadot. You do pronounce the T, but it is Gadot. Gadot. I yeah. feel like we always want to try to um, make it harder. Yeah. Like Gal Gadot. Yeah. Gal Gadot. Well, something. I was saying Gal Gadot. I was not right. I, the T with Thylon mm-hmm. for me. But um, but then we were schooled by Donnie and we went to the oh. YouTubes and sure enough, it's Gal Gadot. Gadot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they make the movie well. I think that it's much shorter than the other ones. So I, I appreciate that, that it kind of goes by quickly. How, the, how quick is quickly? I think it's a little over two, maybe okay. 250. All right. But to think about B versus Superman, which was the extended cut was three hours. Improvements. Uh, no, that's a long time. Right. Can uh, I can I just say this too? Like, yeah. that, do you remember the era when a movie over two hours or two hours even was like that's a long movie? Yes. Now it's like that's standard. It's standard, but <laughs> yeah. we want to go back to the two hour. Yeah. Because we don't have time. We don't feel like we have time for it. Right. Especially in a movie like this that can be moving along quickly. And we'll, and I will say with this one too, there is a lot of humor that's been added to it. Joss Whedon, who we know from the Avengers movies, came in to do a lot of reshoots and rewrites on this. And you can definitely hear his sense of humor, his playfulness. And I think the cast, for the most part, is coming to play and have fun, especially the supporting cast. So, how many tickets does I'm giving on this it one? three out of five. Okay. okay. I enjoyed bad. it. It's not bad. It could, it should and could have been so much better. Our friend Miss Shannon uh, what this did morning. What you have to say about it? She said she gave it a C, if I remember correctly. Okay. She wanted to give it a B minus, and she's like, no. No, the reason I wanted to give it a B minus is because I thought it was going to be even worse than it was. Right. And it wasn't. That's not so. a good way to, you know, earn a good review. Right. Yeah. But so that she felt like there were redeeming parts of it, but yep. that uh, overall it was not, you know, they not need a to good really movie. overhaul. If they're going to, well, there are rumors that Ben Affleck is done. And I totally believe those. Let's mm-hmm. hope that. You also heard a rumor about somebody we both enjoy maybe yes. taking over for I them. saw on Twitter last night and gasped loudly. That Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal is <gasps> he would make he would be amazing for a new Batman amazing. movie directed by Matthew Vaughn. So yeah. wow, okay, cross your fingers. I want to make sure we have time oh. to talk about this, and yes. we don't have a whole lot of time left. Yeah, but sorry, this sorry. is the one that my family is super excited about. Good. Wonder. It's called Wonder, and this is based on this kid's book, and it's about a young boy that's ten years old who has some facial disformities, and he's had many surgeries in his life, and now has to go to school for the first time at a brick and mortar school, and have to deal with those pressures. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about. About Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
of bullying and acceptance in school. And this movie really tackles that really well. And you learn all about what the various family members go through, too, because he has a sister that very much feels like she's second place to her brother. And then what Mm. do the parents go through being parents in this sort of situation as well? It's a really nice holistic look at that idea. Is this a movie? um, I don't know what the rating is on it. Is this a movie that's appropriate for younger kids as well? Probably. That makes sense. Um, Jacob Tremblay plays the main boy. You've got Julia Roberts and Owen Wilson. And it really is a wholesome family movie. And I think parents will get a lot of and so will kids. And you grow to really like Augie and root for him. And you understand why billing is so awful in school, Mm -hmm. especially parent bullying too because that definitely is displayed in the movie as well oh, that's interesting. it's funny it's lighthearted, but it has really good tones and have your kids read the book no um and i'm and i'm a big proponent of read the book before you see the movie and so i wanted to understand a little bit more about it but i will tell you my 11 year old who's on the autism spectrum ha- i has seen the trailers uh, and identifies with it oh, right yeah. and what i think is so interesting about this is in this case you know, people are bullied for all kinds of reasons. And and this child is bullied for something you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people are bullied for something that you can't see. Right. And, but it still hurts the same. Mm-hmm. And that's um, and I think that, that there, there's a message in that. And um, and I think it's an important movie. Uh, you know, everything I've heard about it has been so good. It is. And it's just really I think parents definitely need to see it. Kids definitely need to see it. And so for the whole family, I mean, if you're looking for a family movie right around Thanksgiving, you're full of turkey. Go to the theater and go see Wonder. How many right. ticket steps I'm for that get one? Three and a half out of five, and I'll have an interview with one of the cast members on my website soon. Awesome! awesome. Oh, yeah. Paul McGuire Thank Grimes. You, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. You can read more about uh, Paul McGuire Grimes on his website, Paul's trip to the movies, and also listen to his podcast, All Things Streaming, on the Podcast One Network. Now, when we come back, we've got a whole host of crazy, stupid idiots, uh, all food related, frankly, on My Talk 107.1. On My Talk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does, Porque, because the world is full of uh, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes. Where are we going first? Uh, well, I can tell you this. We're going to a McDonald's. Oh, God. It's been a while. So, yeah, yeah I know. let's do it. I know. Let's go to McDonald's. And uh, this is in Australia. So this is an international experience. Mm. Um, let's see. How, does, how, do, how do I start this? It's 5 a.m. 5 a.m. on a Saturday. Okay. And a 30-year-old man drives through the local McDonald's. Okay. And he places an order. Okay. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Okay. I I'd like uh, 200 hash browns. 200 hash browns. And that was the tip that led the McDonald's workers to say, I don't think that this guy is sober. And so they called the police and the cops came. He was still waiting for his order when they got there. 
his alcohol level was more than three times the legal limit. Um, 200 hash browns. Um, this is how it actually went down. So I missed like some of the finer details. First, he was like, I just want some McNuggets. And they were like, it's breakfast, sir. So we're not serving McNuggets. And then he got angry. Like, hey, come on, McNuggets, I want my McNuggets. Okay, fine, I'll have 200 hash browns. Okay, but did like, he really? I mean, did, what? That's I have like, how, a lot of questions. Okay, go. What? Because I, I'll, if let me try. somebody behind the counter says, or if somebody, I'm behind the counter, and somebody, um, and so, okay, so if I... If I work for McDonald's and um, somebody says they want 200 hash browns, I'm not giving them 200 hash browns, especially if they appear to be drank. Right. That's the thing. So that's why they were like, uh, this guy's drunk. Let's call 911 instead of firing up the hot oil. Oh, OK. I thought they gave him. No, 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 no. And they were like, well, Oof. he's not going to leave until he gets his order. OK, so we'll just tell him it's going to take a while to make the 200 Hash browns and then wee oo wee oo okay, wee oo. You're arrested, do sir. Wee oo. <laughs> That's ah, that was the that was the police coming. So yeah, he never got his 200 hash browns. But I will tell you, if there's 200 of anything that I would eat from the McDonald's, it would be the hash browns. Those little patties. Oh, I. Uh, I actually love also in a different way the hash rounds at Burger King. I would prefer the hash rounds. It really depends on my mood, man. I just like that because you get more crispy edge. Mm, with yeah, the hash and that's rounds. the best part. Yeah. Crunch, crunch. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. We're in the middle of a segment. We're in the middle of crazy, stupid idiots. And it just occurred to me, I need to go buy some frozen hash rounds Ooh. and make them in my what? Air fryer! Yes, that is what I want to eat my feelings with this weekend. Okay, well, you know, uh, I'd like you to Snapchat that so okay. that I can see what it's like and On eat vicariously it. through you. Okay. Because I now want to vomit. I have uh, <laughs> I have potato you have chip, chip gut. gut. <laughs> and it did those sit well in your tummy? I mean, I don't think I ate as many as you did. I think I ate half of the half of the bag. I had a small handful. Oh, God. They're not All right. good. Do you want to give us a crazy, stupid idiot then to make you feel better? Yeah, but can you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Do you see the description yep. there? Yep. Will you have the thing? It is. Okay. It's All ready. Right. I'm okay. ready. So I need to take us now mm-hmm. to, um, well, in fact, can we just play the live news report? Oh, yeah. This yeah. Is a, there's mm-hmm. an audio-based okay. crazy, stupid idiot. This is a report uh, that we got directly from the source. Yeah, so that is live audio from the scene in Sweden, Colleen. Oh, dear. uh, After a giant truck full of Swedish meatballs Mm. overturned Mm. along the Skaralundsbrun Road in Sweden. And uh, there were literally heaps of Swedish meatballs. Uh, that forced the closing of the road. Oh my gosh! Now the good news is a um, <laughs> a lot of local uh, Swedes came out and helped themselves, and they cleared up the road. I mean, just in time for Thanksgiving. Yeah, they didn't just like roll out, right? Like they were in a package, so it could have been like a free Swedish meatball moment. No, they also, were they were already cooked and uh, ready to go. <laughs> Such a liar. Also, in Sweden, do they just call them meatballs? 
You know what? You know They're what probably they probably call them like American meatballs or some <laughs> or dumb thing. Do you know what I mean? Because um yeah. I, I I'm a ma- you know what though? Hmm. Because when you go to IKEA, doesn't it say Swedish meatballs? Yes. But they're coming from Sweden. Also, can I just go ahead and say something? This I should know something about this, but because I'm, you know, Scandinavian. But aren't Swedish meatballs just kind of the same as any old other meatball, just that they're smaller? Well, and there's nothing on them. So it's really not like the I, meatball Italian that's Swedish. It's the, have so- seasoning. it's the non-sauce. It's the non-seasoning. Yeah. Because it, you do have the gravy, right? Oh, my God. I want Swedish meatballs right now. <laughs> With gravy and lingonberry jam. Oh. And a big, oh, I have to tell you something. What? We're slightly off track, but just go with me on this. Because I was just thinking Swedish meatballs and mashed potatoes. Oh. I have to tell you, I have to make a confession. Okay. I have purchased now more than one product from the Oh, That's Good line. Oh, that's good. What is that? That's Oprah's new line. <laughs> Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay, well, that would be you. Oh, my God. Excuse me? You bought Oprah's dumb food? Well, I kind of, like, You know you can find that food and not have to pay the Oprah premium. I know. At first I thought, okay, I'm going to get this. I'm going to buy it, and I'll bring it to work, and we'll do it for cheat day. We'll try the Oprah mac and, quote, cheese, which has, you know, the squash in it, and blah, 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 and it'll be fine. So at first I was going to do that, but then I got really hungry one night and it was in my fridge. And so I was like, well, I'll just try it. And I ate it. And you know what? The mac and cheese. mm, No, not great. I bet it was wet. I mean, no, actually it felt really dry and you could taste the squash in it, which is fine. Except for then there wasn't enough cheese consistency. It just was like, meh, meh. Right. Yeah, sure. So fine. Whatever. I threw like a lot of it away. I felt bad about it, but whatever. Then, then I had also obtained the garlic and shallot mashed, quote, potatoes that are chock full of cauliflower as well. Yeah. There are potatoes in it, but it's like can I cut just, with the cauliflower. Can I just say something, though? Yeah, you can say whatever you like, want. It's not really healthier. No, it's totally not. Okay. Just because you shove, like, I know you guys, I mean, it, sure, it's better than eating dirt and donuts. And Doritos, yes, because it's whole food, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. that there's not a bunch of preservatives in there. Mm-mm. It's like you put it in your fridge. But it's like, not shelf-stable or anything. Yeah, but you it's just so long as we all are on the same page well, here. And to which I would say, honestly, Bradley, it kind of depends on where you're coming from, right? That's so like, true. if you're coming from a place of being a healthy eater and eating whole foods and eating you know, fresh produce, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, this might not be... This is probably slightly naughty for you. But yeah. if you are a person who usually eats Betty Crocker potato flake, yes. which by the way, I love those too. Yeah, don't but if, that, if that's where you're starting from, yeah, no, that's and true. then and you don't really like so vegetables, maybe it's a transition. it just it depends on where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. But I'm here to tell you we had that with a steak the other night and it it was pretty it was decent. So if you're looking for a splurge, I would suggest it. Okay. All right. And now I feel better because I've unburdened myself. No, Would you I'm like glad. one more crazy, stupid idiot? Um, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. Okay, good. All right, so we're going back to McDonald's. But this time we're going to McDonald's in Maryland. Okay, I have never been there. And neither have I. Uh, but I want to tell you about a 27-year-old woman named Jessica Cross 
who was caught on camera because, you know, McDonald's has cameras and we can go ahead and call her a, a hamburglar because they forgot that this McDonald's forgot to lock the drive through window when they closed up for the night. And Ms. Jessica Cross found that to be her way in. So she crawled through the drive through window. And I'm going to kindly go ahead and say, I think it might have been a tight squeeze. Ooh. They're just tiny windows, yeah. right? Um, before she even got all the way in, she helped herself to some, some soda. So she's halfway in the window, grabs a cup what? and helps herself to like a diet coke as she's halfway in halfway in oh she's like God. i'm going to need i'm going to need a drink in order to finish this up she gets all the way in and then she spent 30 minutes in the store doing what do you want to know what she left with what she left some with some food okay happy meal toys okay and $1000 in cash so she literally don't don't they have locks on those doors? They do, and they forgot to lock up for the evening. Oh, they so she to found herself she and she found that as the way in. And there's security video of this woman and like I'm she, watching it now. It's That's so why funny. I'm like her head distracted. is sort of peeking back and forth and she's like, do 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 do. I don't see anybody in here. I'm also, just gonna get myself you, a diet coke. Don't you know that there's cameras on you? Oh my god, I love she obviously <laughs> realized there were cameras because later in the in the <laughs> Video, she's got the shirt over her head so Too they late, can't girl. see her and her butt crack's hanging out. Too late, girl. Oh, my God. She is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. And she's got this big old box of food. <laughs> and $1,400. Oh, there you go. Congratulations That's to her. awesome. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, this is the time of the show where we go to Facebook to see how you answered our daily snap judgment. And today that question was pumpkin bread or zucchini bread. We'll see what your answers were and get to the three to three, the three things you need to know before we go on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Question pumpkin bread or zucchini bread. Pumpkin or zucchini. It is. Is it National Baked Bread Day? It's National Pumpkin Bread Day. Is it really? No. But it is National Baked Bread Day, right? Or yeah, bread ba- and, baking day? And or pumpkin bread is uh, is one of those breads. You just want to say that, don't you? Pumpkin. <laughs> uh, or em- I'm sorry, as Julia would say, pumpkin. 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 Emily says zucchini, much better tasting. Who else is tired of pumpkin? It's time for Daddy to make some funny. Time for... What? Sorry, what wrong that? thing. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Having difficulties. Please. There we go. Thank you. Time for Daddy to make some funny. Uh, let's see. Meredith said zucchini bread. Oh, crap. Hold on. What is going on here? I don't know. I don't... Okay, thank oh, you. I'm That's... sorry. Did, did that answer really deserve that? <laughs> I can't shut that. Where did it go? I don't oh know my what's gosh. going on. Hold on. Okay. Bradley's having a meltdown at the controls. There it is. There it is. Okay. There it is. Oof. All right. Ready for uh, some more answers? Yeah, I think so. Elena said pumpkin bread, but chocolate zucchini cupcakes. Sugar. No. Uh, nope. Wrong. Apparently that's not working. Okay. Uh, Nope, that's not working. Okay. okay. Kimberly said, mm, zucchini bread warmed up with a pat of butter. Mm, God, that sounds good. Oh, there we go. That's working. <laughs> okay, awesome. Uh, let's see. Kathleen said, zucchini bread toasted, please. And uh, Sheehan said, yuck and yuck. 
Uh, well, buzz and buzz, Sheehan. Sheesh. All right. Well, you know, uh, what's your answer, Bradley? Oh, always Zucchini. <laughs> I I would take Zucchini over Pumpkin any day of the week. <laughs> I actually prefer Zucchini bread as well. Uh, all right. Now it is the time in the show where we get to your three to three. The three things you need to know before we go that we did on the show The first thing, of course, is our 30-second pop culture challenge. We do that every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Five questions, 30 seconds, and you could win a prize if you get them all correct. And let's see how Austin did today. Here we go. (laughs) Finish this famous line from Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry sequel. Go ahead. Uh, Name any Atari game. Uh, I feel the need. The need for speed is a popular line from which film? I'm embarrassed, but pass. <laughs> what was E.T.'s favorite candy? Pass. Ah! What 1980s duo lost their Grammy for Best New Artist? Uh, no clue, pass. <laughs> Finish the famous line from Clint Eastwood's Dirty Hair. That was just atrocious. I feel pretty. so bad. Poor guy passed on everything. Oh, dear. Well, it was all 80s questions, and he yeah. was born in the 90s, so we can't really... But people born in the 90s sometimes know a lot about well, the 80s. Not Austin. I mean, literally. <laughs> you know, not our friend Austin. <laughs> I feel like E.T., come on. I know, man. right? Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. We also checked Nilly in... Vanilli. We also checked in with our Google Trends expert. This is the second thing on our 3 to 3. Um, why exactly was Titanic trending this week? Yes, this is a trend that I will never let go of. My heart will go on and on because Titanic is actually announcing that they're going to return to theaters in celebration of the film's 20th anniversary. So I know I'm excited. I'm trying to get a ticket. Did oh, Donnie, Donnie just make a noise? Yes, Donnie just like made a horse noise. I've seen that What's movie wrong, once. And that was more than enough. Yeah, that's for you. true. That enough. You only need to see that movie once, you for do. sure. Yeah. You guys. What? How many times have you seen it, Colleen? Like at least twenty-five. Oh my God. How many oh, times God. did you fall asleep? Ooh, zero. Dummy. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh, that part at the end. I don't want to give well, anything away, just but watch the, the end. Uh, the ship it sinks. sinks. What? With a couple laying in the bed together. Oh gosh! Thanks and a lot, just, Brad. And they go down with the ship, and it's so sad. Oh god! I just. Oh please! That is the biggest load. You know, of crap there was plenty of room on that door for him to get on. I'm just saying, he didn't have to die. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> happy Friday. I mean, do you right. really love really? Titanic? Titanic? I'm not gonna. I'm not entertaining this conversation. Uh-huh. I would like to talk about this instead. Why? Dawn from the morning show is in the doghouse on the Colleen and Bradley oh. show. You want to hear? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I'm done. Okay. Um, open a mic. Uh, Dawn's here. Hi, oh, Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Oh, oh you wait, sound so now, nice. Now, before we get to this, can I just <laughs> tell the listener? Yeah. So every day, Dawn is in there when we're getting ready for a show, mm-hmm. and she is always so nice to us. Oh, she sure is. She's I, I think you guys are hilarious. Oh. Sharing compliments. Like, y'all should do this. It is the funniest thing oh, ever. Yeah. You're going to have so oh, much fun. Oh, you guys, fun. that is funny. That is funny. That thing you just said so funny. And then, and then, this is not the first time, but now, for the second time at least that I can think of, yeah. she has thrown thrown us you have thrown us under the bus what? on the morning the show second time you use the word desperate <laughs> 
You use the word fantasy? Oh, Rejection? Oh, That's the name of your new album, Desperate, Desperate Fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> um, okay, I want to correct I want to myself. Oh, yeah, because now you're on our no. show, so you're going to be like, oh, I love you guys. Uh, you're all mm-hmm. wonderful. No, Bradley, do tomorrow. not turn around because that woman has a knife and she will stab you in the back. No, I yeah. want to say that I did not know that she asked for food advice. I was wrong <laughs> about that part of the story. Okay? And she hasn't had a Juicy uh, Lucy before. Correct. Right? So you guys were just responding to what she wanted. Yes, Very uh, interesting that she yeah. comes huh. on the show Funny. and everybody and she's... It's a know. whole different story. I love it when Dawn takes on her fanny flag voice, don't you? Yeah. No, she's got yeah. a, you know a what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Voice. yeah, when she when so, she trots it out. So y'all, here's what mm-hmm. you should be doing. Mm-hmm. I just I just think you're so funny. Did you hear what she did? So she this morning on the on the on the morning show, um, she was trying to bring them all up to speed on you know our whole Chrissy Teigen experiment yesterday, where we tried to get in touch with Chrissy Teigen, and mm-hmm. we, by the way, were successful in getting our names and our phone number in front of her. Yeah. Okay, yeah. what she did from then on was her choice. I don't agree with it, but she did not call us anyway. Dawn is trying to recount the story, Donnie, and she. First of all, calls us desperate. It's a bit harsh. A bit harsh? <laughs> it's not the word I would have used. Yeah, thank uh, you. She also gets like 99% of the facts wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what happens oh, really? when you're not paying attention like uh, and you, you know, are just <laughs> yeah, kind right. of sleeping through life. Really? Gee. Donnie, you missed what Donnie just said. No, what did Donnie say? Donnie just said. <laughs> what, repeat what you said. Uh, what did I, can't, she I said? She gets 99% of the facts right, wrong. And I said, well, I, I work with those people every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Yeah. See? Every day. Okay, I don't have a beef with them today. I have a beef with Dawn today. Yeah, and, yes, you do, uh, and rightly yeah. so. Apparently, we will just wait and see when the next time Dawn stabs. Do we know what car he drives? She drives. We could, you know, maybe. <laughs> oh, Danny, you're in on Jeez, this. You're going all in, Dawn. Wow. Work on the tires. I'm just I saying. Like Dawn. <laughs> poor Dawn. Poor Dawn's car. No, like no, Dawn. I need Dawn's to like a sweetheart. Dawn's car. She's had a lot of trouble with her car, so I she can't has. mess with her car because I'm yeah. too nice for that. But I, I will mess with something. I remember. Face. Does she still drive the minivan? Mm-hmm. I remember seeing her at a movie premiere to pull up in a minivan. I'm like, why are you driving a minivan? Okay, can I tell you? <laughs> I'm not telling tales out of school. I'm sure she said this before. She, the first thing she told me about why she drives a minivan is just in case she sees furniture on the side of the road. And I totally related to it. I was like, that's, yeah, you totally, well, if it's good, you take it. That's such a Missouri kind of thing. You know what I'm saying, y'all? <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for being with us all week on the Colleen Have and Bradley Show. Have a wonderful show. weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Lori and Julia coming up next. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Or do it. No, don't. And tell us about it because we're not doing anything. Stay safe. Don't hurt yourself. Get STDs. My Talk 1071. Everything. Snozberries. Who ever heard of a snozberry? We are the music makers. And we are the dreamers.